if you or a loved one are suffering from extreme withdrawal, increased irritability, or explosive diarrhea due to the lack of survivor content in your life. Welcome to the fucking show. What's going on, everybody? It is the Reality Gurus podcast back in full form. We have evolved from a one-person podcast back to a two-person podcast. Um, and those two people are myself, Louis Colangelo, and my man, David Mack. Dave, how was your sabbatical? Oh, it was it was great. It was a lot of driving. We drove from uh, Austin, Texas, to Pittsburgh, PA. So how many uh, how many days did it take you by the end? Mm-hmm. Well, we kind of planned it out and broke it up pretty nicely, if I do say so myself. Like mm-hmm. we, our our last drive, it took a week. We were gone for a week. I took a full week off work. Uh, our last drive from uh, Gatlinburg, Tennessee, to to pittsburgh was eight hours but all the other drives were four hours so that's not bad at all that's pretty good yeah we uh i love nashville have you ever been to nashville i have not oh we need to go it is really fun we stayed like two blocks off of broadway which is like where all the famous bars are and so we could just walk there was like five minutes five minute walk it was fantastic Mm -hmm. i feel like that is the uh it's geographically like the only like really cool city like around there like at all oh yeah yeah we went to memphis it sucked sorry if there's any uh (laughs) award-winning listeners from memphis yeah (laughs) but we we didn't venture out of the hotel much there (laughs) and then fun fact memphis i uh in the old ncaa football video games when i wanted to uh, just take a random terrible team and make mm-hmm. them nasty. Uh, Memphis was my squad. They're still bad, I'm sure. If, if NCAA yeah, they came out right now, you yeah. could do the same thing. Although they're they're ranked every once in a while. Yeah, I guess, I guess so. Yeah. Okay. Um, real quick before we get to this week's, I just want to get a few takes on some big ticket items from you, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Xander, our baby boy. Yes. What did you think of that move? Our sweet prince. Oh. Yes. Like chef's kiss. That's what I'm doing in my room right now. <laughs> it, yeah, it was, it was great. I was unreal. I was, uh, for some reason, like I was thinking that he could do that, but mm-hmm. uh, to put it on, on Tiffany, that's part of the problem is that I don't think we were, uh, they didn't really let us in on, the fact that the three of them were back to being like an actual group mm-hmm. because I was thinking he had it. And then uh, like, like him or Evie, basically, I didn't think that him and Tiffany really had the connection on that level. Yeah. Um, and also to the people who say that Liana misplayed it, I do feel, I sort of feel for Liana just because, you know, he has an idol and he pulled out, the fake idol, but it looks like he's literally holding it in his hand. Yeah. Like, how would you think anyone else has it? Exactly. Yeah. Like, we have all the information, so we were pretty certain that it was fake. Like, even if he did, when he pulled, like, I thought he was just pulling the paper out, you know, because people do that sometimes, where they, like, give it away and they pull the paper out. But, like, when he dropped that, like, it was like a bracelet or, like, a necklace or something. Mm. First of all, masterful craftsmanship of a fake idol. That looked great. It was a great Xander. Thing. Xander, what's his last name? Hastings. Xander Hastings, Hastings jewelry. Oh yeah, um, 
And so, like, there's no reason for Liana to believe that that's fake at all. It looks real, and he pulls it out with the note and everything, you know? So, like, she, like, but (laughs) to us, he was, like, hamming it up, too, though. That Like, he's like, oh, this is, like, obviously my idol. (laughs) Like, I don't know. Everyone knows that I have the idol. I'm the one with it in my possession. Like, he was, like, hamming it up (laughs) pretty good. Yeah, I I thought he he played it perfectly. No, so did I, yeah. It basically you're everyone it's common knowledge that you have it and i said this last week if if it's you know if it's a secret keep it a secret but if it's common knowledge you might as well just whip it out and instead of people being like okay xander has an idol i wonder if he'll play it you then bring it out and you're like hey i'm playing this and you make other people make a decision which means there's a chance they make a mistake Right. Um, rather than you having to be perfect, uh, you mm-hmm. can force them to make a mistake that gives you an opening, um, yeah. which I mean has basically happened. There have been two tribal councils. I'm calling Sydney the merge boot, even though Tiffany's like officially the merge boot. Sydney's like mergatory boot. Right. But uh, there have now been two post merge boots. Xander is still in the game, and he hasn't played his idol pretty i mean he has lost tiffany but based on tiffany's exit interviews uh the two of them were not long for <laughs> they were not a final two duo with each other no, no. i'm surprised at like how well they work together to execute that even but tiffany seems like like a straight shooter like if you say like hey this is my idol you know like can i give it to you or are you gonna give it me back like she's not gonna like do some shady shit or anything yeah tiffany I feel so bad for Tiffany. I thought she was possibly like right up there with Sydney for best character of the season. I thought she's, she's good. I think I, I really think she, she was a good survivor player. Yeah. I, it was definitely one of those situations. I think this is a, a spot where they got it a hundred percent. Right. I thought she was like with Evie having immunity. Um, when you're debating between Xander or, Tiffany, I think on just like Xander is scary because he has what he has mm-hmm. and he's, he's decent socially, but Tiffany is one of those people that can like, you could just wake up one day and she's like the most popular person on the beach. And you're like, fuck, how do we vote her out now? Mm-hmm. And I, I think that this was a classic one where if she survived like this short little portion, she's like going super deep. So tough for her because i i thought she had a big run ahead of her yeah on the cusp as referenced by my number one ranking (laughs) (laughs) yeah last Um, week was a was a shake them up week i'm glad i didn't have to get exposed (laughs) it was it was moving day for sure my rankings look nothing like they did last week um okay let's get into this vote so things went pretty haywire nasir got a vote xander got two votes who there she ended up uh two votes for her troubles and um i think tonight basically confirmed your theory from earlier where if she was any good at all we would have gotten something because she she got she got erica but like to the max like erica it was like hey here's the first time that you're in let's show you doing not super well heather very first uh i mean she we saw her cry earlier but aside from that her we first screen time is her 
sucking. She we was saw her bad. suck at a, diff- a different portion of the game. We saw her suck at challenges, so now we have to see her sucking at the rest of it. Um, yeah, which means social. Yeah, strategically, it's a miss, and I would say physically, it's probably a miss as well. So unless she is the social queen, uh, and we're not seeing it, I would chalk her up as maybe not great here. If I if I'm recalling, someone did call her Mama Heather. I think from the from the Mama H. Deshaun. Mama, yeah, from the from the peanut gallery. Yes. Um. um God. <laughs> Oh, okay. I thought you were gonna say something. I was just well, I was gonna, gonna move on. So I was gonna. Oh, I was gonna say. What was I gonna say about Heather? Oh, uh, if she was worth worth her weight in gold at all, uh, she basically like walked up, like basically stops tribal to get up to t- to strategize, tells everyone that she wants to vote to see her, and everyone says "fuck you" basically, and then sits yeah. back down and proceeds to not vote for either one of them. So that's how I know she's not valued at all because her trying to shake up the game doesn't even get herself voted out because they just don't care. Right. That was like, no one wanted to participate at all. <laughs> My, okay. This is seriously, no one's really talking about this. It is legitimately one of the funniest knowing the, knowing what happens down the line. Uh, it is one of the funniest like five second clips of all time when she says, watch this to Tiffany. <laughs> she flips around, gets no one involved in the tribal council, gets votes put on herself. And <laughs> Tiffany still goes home, like not close. Oh. Very funny to me. It was, this is literally like live tribal for the sake of live tribal. Mm-hmm. Um, and it also didn't make any sense where Jeff, like Jeff makes fun of her too, because he's like, Okay, anybody want to do nothing? Okay, how about we go? And then she says, wait, can I whisper? <laughs> it's like, first of all, you don't need permission. Like, you can, you do, can, whatever just, you you can do whatever you yeah. want. She just starts whispering and she says, oh, I thought we could. He's like, well, you can, but I just asked if we were done and you said yes. And then she, I also like how, like she had nothing to actually say to Tiffany. Mm-hmm. Like if you're like, hold on, I need, to, I need to do something like impulsively, which was go talk to Erica. Yeah, I would just get up and go talk to Erica. I wouldn't be like, "Hey, wait, can I say something?" And then he says, "Sure." And then she whispers, "Tiffany, right? Watch yeah, this. why bring it up? To Watch me? this." <laughs> that was so fucking stupid. Oh, oh my god, Heather. Heather, who there? What a. She's not like a like a goat either. Like she's not gonna get like drug along to like a zero vote finalist or anything. Like, she's I gonna think go... she might. You think? I said she's not necessarily my pick. I also keep forgetting to update that every week, but I think I think you're right. I don't think she's the person, in anybody enough. I think it's the seer. The person I would compare her to actually the most is Karishma. <laughs> Karishma, who also they, seemed like she was. <laughs> yeah, she seemed like she was a shoe in to be a zero vote finalist, and then they just final eight. I think it was just randomly got rid of her. I think that's what's um, gonna. Ha- it's gonna be like a week where they don't want to get rid of anybody else, and we're like, all right, Heather. And I think Nasir's Nasir's your man. Interesting. Okay. Um, let's talk about the choice between Tiffany and Xander. First of all, no matter who you're picking, they screwed this up so badly because they say they want to flush his idol and get Tiffany out. But it's sort of like you can't just have both. Mm-hmm. You need, like Yase, they have their three votes. Yes. Right? They're going wherever. So aside from that, it was six for Tiffany and two for Xander. You just, you have to do four to four. Mm-hmm. And 
Here's the thing. You might want to get rid of Tiffany, but if you do four to four and Xander doesn't play his idol, you just have to get rid of him. Because what's the point of splitting and quote unquote flushing the idol if you're not going to get rid of the idol? Like their their number one priority should have been not getting rid of Tiffany, not getting rid of Xander, but getting rid of the idol. Exactly. And sure, if Xander plays it, then fine. Tiffany's your person. But even if you want Tiffany out more than Xander, it's one of these things where you just got to vote him out if he doesn't play his idol. Yeah. Who has the extra vote? Xander. He has the extra vote and the idol. Yeah, so he has extra vote and the idol. Um, Shan has the extra vote and idol as well from the green tribe. Mm-hmm. And then the blue tribe, Deshaun had the extra vote, um, which he has now used. He used it last week. Yeah. And um, Nasir has the idol. That's what so I mean. There should be five like, things in play. That's what I was going to say. Like, worst case, say you say you split it 4-4. Four, four. They have, like you said, they have three votes. Worst case scenario, Xander uses an extra vote. And it's tied 4-4 four, four anyway, you know? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I'm with you. It's, I'm with you. I just, can do math. <laughs> yeah. They no, I I think you can. I think they can't. I know. <laughs> I, know. I can't believe there's eight of them and none of them thought of that. Yeah, like there's absolutely no reason not to split it four four, and then once you flush the idol, vote whoever you want out. Yeah, or basically it's just the other the other person, I guess at that point. But right, because it's not. Yeah, it's not like a three way split or something like that, where it's like okay, idol gets played, we have a decision. Like it's either the idol gets played and you vote out Tiffany. She would go home without a revote. Or the other doesn't get played, you tie, and then you vote however you want. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's just they fucked it so bad. But yeah. I, I mean, I guess at the end of the day, as long as Evie doesn't win immunity again, then you could do the same thing next week. Maybe they'll mm-hmm. actually execute it correctly this time. But yeah, I'm not. I'm not uh, <laughs> putting all my eggs in one basket with Evie being a challenge beast. Actually, because she only had to last what four, like four minutes. <laughs> Pretty much. There's a big conspiracy online. I don't know if you saw on Twitter. A lot of people are like, hey, Deshaun and uh, Danny and like basically everyone besides Heather and Evie, they were like, their things were way, there was way too much space between their feet and the very top. That's what I was, I, I saw that and I thought that while I was watching the episode, I didn't see anyone else like say that like it was like misracked or like miss set up, you know? But, like, I thought that. I was like, they should not be, like, that high on their toes. Yeah. It's literally like you're doing a calf raise. And if you go down at all, you're fucked. Yeah. And honestly, if I was going to – like, they did it perfect. If they did fix it, which I'm not saying they did. But if they did fix it or if they were to fix it, they did it both perfectly and not because they didn't just fix it completely for one person to win. Mm-hmm. Because they let Heather also have a fair shot, but they're just banking on there's no way Evie loses to Heather because exactly. no one can lose to Heather. Exactly. But the right. fact that Heather is second place in an endurance challenge, she beats out an NFL player. Yeah. And this is and... not a body weight challenge. This no, this is like a straight muscle. <laughs> yeah, you're literally just you're standing like normal. It's not yeah, it's I mean, technically, yeah, he does have more weight to hold up, but you're just standing. It's not like these things where you're like hanging and you're like holding up weight, like yeah. your body weight with your arms, like that challenge so, where they hang over the water. How is it? Is it supposed to be that you were standing flat with your foot on the beam or was there supposed to be an element of like a calf raise to it? 
I think there's supposed to be a very slight calf raise. Okay. Where you yeah, can't, some, they were you like can't be toes. relaxed on there. Yeah. They were like on yeah. their, like, they were like fully extended. I was like, when they were setting them up, I was like, oh my God, like I, you're like dehydrated and like not like mal- malnourished basically. And like, I would cr- cramp like instantly doing a calf mm-hmm. raise like that. Me too. Like, in my everyday life, if I don't get enough water, I'll cramp when I do calf raises. Dude, I sit at my desk all day and I stand up to go to the bathroom and I get I, my calves cramp. <laughs> you should go on Survivor. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it was kind of – also, we got to talk more about the challenge later. But first um, – well, th- this could segue into it as well. But we got to talk about basically – the star of the podcast so far this season shan she was an absolute mess tonight i mm-hmm. thought last week i said she had a bounce back week because she looked to be pretty normal in the sydney elimination mm-hmm. and uh she's back to her old tricks i will just say yeah um can i just run down this list of things that she did i'd love you so she she told xander that they're voting out Nasir because he has an idol. And I don't know if everyone in the game realizes or not, but Xander also has an idol. Yeah. So way to make him feel safe there. Um, when really she wants to get him out. So she tells Nasir, hey, we told Xander, you're the backup plan. I also, Nasir, shut it down immediately. She says, hey, so you're going to be the backup. He goes, please don't say my name. Please don't say my name. Oh, no. <laughs> he was like, don't you dare say my name. Don't you dare <laughs> tell that anyone. Is, that is an awful idea. <laughs> don't you dare say Nasir to anyone. Yeah, not even to um, me. Just say, hey, you. The funniest thing, low-key, uh, some bully ball here by Nasir. He compl- she completely tucks tail and uh-huh. decides we got to pick someone else to be it's the backup. No one, stand, no one stands up to her and... Like right, like she was getting stood up to a lot tonight. Yeah, she'll say something, and then she'll get a little bit of pushback, and then she'll double down on it, and then everyone always goes quiet. Nasir, in this case, and in Deshaun's says, case, no, no, there, no, 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 and then she goes, "All right, fine, I guess," and then she like gaslights them, but like walks away. Right, and just, yeah, yeah. So now she's gonna go tell Heather that she's the backup plan. Mm-hmm. And then Heather is obviously unhappy as well. And then Shan like argues with her. Like Shan's like, I don't understand how you could be mad. Basically, she didn't say yeah. that, but basically she, yeah, that's yeah. her. She's basically, take. like, what did you want? Did you want it to be me? Did you want the backup plan to be me? Right. <laughs> and she's like, yes. There is one point where Heather <laughs> clarifies. She's like, wait. So if they both play idols, I go home. And Shan goes, no. And she says yes. And Shan goes, yeah, but. <laughs> It's like, yeah, but nothing. Yeah, you're right. saying you, they should just go home, and who would do that? Right, right. Yeah, that she was. Sucks. It was, it was so ridiculous. Like, the the worst part is, if they split them correctly, you don't even need a backup plan. You right. don't need a backup plan. And the other thing is, even if you do want to have a backup plan, like. Well, actually, there's no reason to because the whole point of having a backup plan is to tell Xander who to vote for. Mm-hmm. Just be like, it's one of you guys. 
play your idol or don't. I don't care. We're voting for you and Tiffany. Exactly. Like, like if you, if you, it's want not a great stay... way to play with him socially, but it's a good way to not tell two other people, hey, you're number eight and you're number seven. Exactly. You say one of you is going home. If you, I mean, you can't do much about it unless you have an idol. Uh, otherwise, vote for the other person that we're going to vote for that's in your alliance, basically. Yeah, that's one of those things where literally everyone else in the game is doing it. And it's like at that point, if you're mad at Shane, you're just shooting the messenger. Yeah. And I think Xander and Tiffany and Evie are all mature enough that they realize that it's a group decision at that point. And like Shan might be pandering by telling them, but it doesn't matter. It, like it doesn't matter. Like the whole yeah. tribe's doing it. So I thought that they, the big group here stinks. I will just say that. Yeah. Like I'm, that's part of the reason why I was so confident in Tiffany last week was I was like, these guys are going to fuck up eventually. Right, like, like they have over double the minority and they're still not going to get it right. <laughs> right. Like the, at least they voted off. They didn't vote off one of their own people this time. Yeah. Right. Like last week. Um, but yeah, also what did you think about the papaya thing with Ricard? Oh my God. I, I thought Ricard's uh, was it a confessional afterwards or was he? I think on it the, was. They showed the, him and Danny just talking. Him and Danny just talking about it. I thought I mean, there like, was one other person there too, but they were also a reward recipient. Yeah, I thought that logic was perfect. Like the food from the island is for everybody. Like you do cannot claim like the island, like all the food for yourself, regardless of w- like what anyone else came from. Like it's. He, he has a good point where, like, you don't get to see that on TV. Like, that's one of the things that, like, is just for the people who are competing. Like, if you're going to reward challenge, like, the etiquette is to, like, not eat the rest of the day. But he has a good point. Like, you don't own the island. Like, he can do whatever he wants. And it was just – and all of this, it, much ado about nothing for real because, what, he took a bite of papaya from a, an entire papaya and you're going to get mad at him? He just wanted to try it. Like – Jesus right, they Christ. actually had a lot of papaya. <laughs> there was a lot of papaya. He literally, yeah, to the point where I thought like... they probably ate more papaya than he ate sandwich. Yeah, right. And it's yeah. not one for one, but <laughs> like still. Yeah, like he literally took like the corner of a small piece, like literally one bite. And she was like freaking out. She pisses me off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's so ridiculous where if you, okay, you win a reward challenge, you get a sandwich. If you were a healthy, not even overeating, just eating a normal amount as an adult, that's maybe half your caloric intake on, like, not on Survivor. Right. That's lunch. <laughs> right. That's why you're would you, why dinner. should you eat nothing the rest of the, like, you're still going to be hungry. The fact that he ate a little bit of the papaya, like, those were big too. Nasir knocked down three of them. That mm-hmm. was, it's like a whole plate's worth of papaya. Yeah, compared to a grilled cheese sandwich, and it's, it's not, not even like, any meat in it. Also, it's not like there's like twenty of them anymore. There's eleven. There's eleven of right. them. Right. And like, yeah. how many just came back from reward, including Ricard? Five. Five. Right. So there's yeah. six people eating papaya. <laughs> there's he was carrying at least three. Right. And based on Nasir's proficiency there, they could have ate the whole fucking tree. <laughs> yeah, he could go get more. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, he probably he maybe shouldn't have eaten it right in front of her. Like he picked it up, and she was like, "No, don't." And then he was like, 
<laughs> and then he like ate it right in front of her and she was like i'm upset dude he is such a super villain that was literally like super villain a, like animated disney movie like uh just fucking like someone's like no please i haven't eaten all day and he's like yeah oh, ha, ha. and yeah. then he fucking eats it and she's like oh i'm so sad and then mm-hmm. it's like our hero is sad and, yeah, right. I mean, there's no narrator like that, but it's basically <laughs> like it's Cinderella's stepsister just went to the ball right in front of her face, and she invited. Mm. I was thinking <laughs> like one of the opening scenes in Aladdin where they're like chasing after him because he stole the thing of bread, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, like rip it off of him. Or no, he yeah. gets away with it. But uh, if Jafar had just come up and just like snagged it and just like ate the entire thing right in front of him. <laughs> yeah, what's the what's the villain's name in uh, Beauty and the Beast? Oh, Gaston. Gaston. He's he's not necessarily like Gaston, but he looks like he could be a Gaston. Like, he could play someone in a movie named Gaston. Yeah, he's like, like yeah. He, he could play Gaston on, like, Broadway. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Also, Shan, this stuff with Deshaun, we kind of loosely talked about it. Um, looks like Deshaun is basically out on Shan next week for sure. Mm-hmm. I'm sort of nervous because everything, like, no matter what happens, it comes up Shan at the end of the day. And right. I'm so scared he's going to go against her and somehow, like, I kind of forgot she has an idol. I said it like 10 minutes ago, but she has an idol. I'm so surprised she hasn't panic played it, like, out of left field. Like, the conversations between Heather and Nasir, and she's like, oh my god, it's going to be me, and then just plays it. Right, like if what she's doing is not genuine, like if it's theater, it's stupid because she's playing bad. Right. But at the same time, how can she be that nervous and never play it? Exactly. Right. It's like it just a, doesn't make sense. It's a dumb thing to fake because it makes you look bad. You're completely right. Yeah, and uh, I'm just glad that at some point, finally, like even Ricard, for as good as I think Ricard is, the fact that he hasn't cut bait on her yet is sort of like i wouldn't just be like i'm done with you but like i would try to explore other options more actively Mm -hmm. deshaun is kind of the first person to be like does no one else realize she's not a good ally yeah like because i think i think danny's probably on board with him because it was kind of the their joint idea that got shot down by her yeah but i mean what were you gonna say i was gonna say like she's the perfect person to like backdoor basically yeah because much. like yeah she always like wants to be the ones making decisions so if everyone's just like yeah let's do that and she's like oh okay good and then they just vote her out you know? yeah she's like oh everything is going according to shan and well then, if uh... you think if you think about it like if Dan- we're pretty sure danny and deshaun aren't going to be with her i mean that automatically makes evie and xander on his side they only need one more to like force a tie basically right i think nasir is solidly with i think he may be the third water boy yeah he might be an an honorary water boy i think over anybody he's loyal to danny and deshaun so and then you have you have erica who will do whatever you want so you're you have the numbers right the only thing is erica erica is like anti-making moves (laughs) <laughs> so i think she'll she'll either look at it as okay the people i'm with are deshaun and danny so uh you know yeah i'm voting out shan 
or she might look at it as okay i'm part of this big group oh deshaun and danny are breaking away from our big group while i'm sticking with the big group yeah like that's literally her mindset which means the the swing vote could be hoother i don't think she likes shan she doesn't like shan now because of the yeah although that's a good point that at that point we're at four four and the swings would be Heather and Ricard. And I feel like Ricard still wouldn't go against her. Yeah. That's what that's what I'm thinking. Ricard and Liana are like solidly with Shan, you know? Yeah. So Liana's in her back pocket. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I don't like Liana much anymore either, but uh That's not just as by much. association. Yeah, just by association. Yeah, guilty by association. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I think they could pull the numbers if they wanted to. Hoother, uh, I'm pretty sure would vote against Shan. Yeah, I think so too. She's happy. It's turning. It's turning into a situation where if everyone becomes publicly against her, she's just gonna play the idol. And at that point, anyone could go home. Yeah. All I all I know is that some crazy shit's gonna happen, and Xander and Evie are gonna be fine. I think Xander and Evie are gonna survive. Or the the if after all, or the water people know more. Yeah, if all this shit goes crazy and Evie still goes home, they're gonna—they're basically becoming Kasaya from season twelve, where it's like they all hate each other, but they just keep voting together, and like no one turns, and it's just they're perfect. Right. But, I think um, honest, honestly, Evie might go if she doesn't win immunity. Like, I could see, and that's that's weird because Xander should be in the same boat, but I don't think. He I does. mean, yeah, we'll talk about that a little more, but. Like, real quick, the Shan situation. It feels like we're kind of dumping on her. But, like, she did all that stuff earlier that we're saying is, like, bad gameplay. And then just on a personal level. So this, I kind of jotted down the series of events. So Danny has the idea that maybe they should be splitting on... Yeah, that's that's the other funny thing is they want to split on Nasir. And Nasir's, like, so loyal to them. Mm-hmm. I think they are they're scared of Nasir. Like, uh, not not saying like that in a bad way. Mm-hmm. I think I think Nasir is actually even more likable than we realize, and yeah. he's one of the like they're preemptively scared of Nasir, basically. Mm-hmm. Nasir was um, an all-time value pick. <laughs> yeah, he's really he's rolling. He's I'd say second best value pick of all time behind Christian Hubicki. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although I forgot we took him or you took him late. Yeah, it's, I mean, Christian ended up being, like, player of the season, but he didn't actually go that deep. I mean, he was seventh, so right. not not bad, but it's not, like, amazing. Like, Nasir could get seventh. Yeah, no, yeah um, definitely. Yeah, but anyway, so Danny has this idea, uh, and Shan has a different idea. So, okay, you can have a discussion about which is which. Deshaun comes over, and Shan is like, okay, she basically like the way she says it is like listen to this thing Danny said, and then she he says you know maybe we switch swap on or split on Nasir, and Danny's like I love that, and Shan's like fuck my plan didn't work okay, yeah. so, uh, but at that point, it's a neutral third party coming in and agreeing with him, so you're the only one that wants to do your plan and you still won't listen to them. Like public opinion says you're wrong. At some point you're just wrong or at least stop talking. Exactly. Yeah. Like 
she has no concept of when to when to give it up. Yeah, and I thought Deshaun, he like you could say he's being like a baby at tribal council, whatever. I actually don't. I thought that was really smart by him because she says he's like, hey, you're kind of bulldozing everyone. Like, just so you know, he doesn't he isn't even like give her an ultimatum or anything. All he says is like, I still want to work together, but just feel like I'm not super heard right now. And I feel like there's there's so many people who are like annoying and like acting like he's a baby. But like you're playing Survivor. Don't you want your allies to hear what you have to say? Yeah, if right. You feel like, like you're not they're not listening to you. Like that's not ridiculous. Yeah, it's not like he was like gonna get voted out and he's like, No one's listening to me, like not to vote me out. Like he's right. like in the majority and he's like, I just think my plan is better and you're not giving it the time of day, and I don't like that. Right. Like the way the way you win the game is by convincing your allies to do your ideas and having them work well. He's just trying he's just trying to play. Like I don't understand exactly. how how that could be wrong at all so she wants examples and he's like you just did it and she's like she obviously doesn't think that that's real right so she like dismisses it but then at tribal she's doing the same thing and he kind of takes a stand against her and is like hey you're doing it again and i thought i thought it's smart because at that point the stakes are raised you're at tribal council you can't fuck around and the fact that He's willing to not communicate with you before a vote just to be like, you are doing it again. And for her to be, she's like, uh, she says she won't baby him. That's mm-hmm. a terrible thing to say to someone's face, first of all. Yeah. And you're about to vote. So it's just, it's a total clusterfuck. Like people could say Deshaun's being a baby, like, oh yeah, someone's someone's not being nice to you. Newsflash, that's life. Like, that's so stupid. He's trying to play the game and have agency. And one of his allies is actively chopping his legs out from under him. Yeah. Obviously you don't want to work with her anymore. It's not crazy. Right. Like if, and that's not how life is at all. You know, like, yeah, you still should be nice to people in life. Yeah, exactly. Like imagine like they're, they're like partners in the game. Like I couldn't imagine if like me and Alyssa were disagreeing on something or I felt like I wasn't being heard. And she was like, Quit being a baby about it, like about a serious matter. Like, I'd be so pissed. Yeah, I'd be like, look, I'm trying to have an, an adult discussion. Like, you just like, don't be a baby. Like, what is that? That's right. such a, you're not siblings when you're seven fighting. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I, I, that's not how life is at all. I, th- I don't think. Yeah. I, that's one thing that I've learned is basically uh, when, like, real, when you're a little kid, and like old people give you advice mm-hmm. it's either spot on or the exact opposite where exactly. there's old people there's old people that like think certain things should happen in like a job interview or like things like that or another thing is like uh face this is a big thing there's like i have like multiple relatives who think it's like unprofessional to have facial hair like i'll like show up to like a family function and like didn't shave because i like and that's the thing about my facial hair is it's like i do take care of it it's not just like him growing this beard for one year straight and never trimming it like i like make lines like along my jaw like it's supposed to look a certain way right and like they're just like oh it's like unprofessional it's like dude 
is 2021. No one cares if you have a beard. Yeah, right. Like, who gives a fuck? Like, like there's shit like a, that where it's with like a face tattoo, and people still don't care nowadays. It, yeah, exactly. So the fact that people are like, "Oh, don't be such a baby," like, "Good, good luck in the real world," like, "Fuck off, dude." <laughs> it's so yeah. it's such a stupid argument. It's so dumb. Yeah, I agree. Um, okay. Speaking of Shan, let's get to this uh, food thing. So, uh. Well, actually, real quick, I'm making a stand. Just to put a put a lid on this Shan thing, mm-hmm. I'm making a stand. I'm not, like, done chaining her, mm-hmm. but I'm, for the first time in my life, abandoning the edit completely. I just, she can't win. She stinks. She cannot win. She stinks. That's, I've been, I could, she's a person where I could convince myself of anything I wanted to convince myself about her like basically yeah yeah like i could convince myself that she is going to win and there's no one else in in the game that could win or i could convince myself that she is terrible and is going to get voted out and turned on by everyone next week and anything in between right it's like that old saying in like science and like research community where it's like if you torture the data long enough you could get it to say whatever you want Right. We, she's so over edited. She's had so much content that you could spin it however you want mm-hmm. and convince yourself of something. I've just, I feel like there's been enough negative, like besides her not getting voted out, she hasn't done a ton positive. Like they're showing personal moments of her, which indicate that she's going to go deep, but that's sort of them trying to tell a story later. In terms of her actual decisions, I feel like she's making poor ones. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, we're getting a ton of content, and you're right. Like the content that we get that's positive isn't positive, like in a game sense. Yeah, and also with the edit, based on what just happened in Big Brother and the reception to the cookout, I think like they would be editing the All Black Alliance way better if they weren't about to implode on themselves. Right, and like if the winner was actually one of them. They would be gassing them up way more. Like this would be such a terrible look for CBS if she actually wins. Mm-hmm. Like she would be the first black female winner since season four. And like they're basically making her look like the villain. Like the casuals really hate her. Mm-hmm. And based on her decision making, the more super fans don't think she's very good either. Yeah. So you're like back yourself into a corner with her if she actually is your winner where it just makes no fucking sense at all. Right. And, it, and yeah, it's, it's, it's just going to be a terrible look for them if, if that's actually yeah. true. And yeah, we, we got like the uh, the All Black Alliance, like what was that, two weeks ago now? And we haven't seen yeah. like basically anything of it since. Like mentions of it here and there, but like not like... Right. It's like they're talking, they're talking to each other, but it's not like... We would get much more content of them being like, hey, this is the premier alliance in the game right now. Right, and even, like, when they talk to each other, it's either, like, one-on-one or, like, with authorities. Yeah, it's mainly just this eight-person cluster. Yeah. Um, okay, let's talk about the challenge. Congrats to Evie. Easy W with the win or with the uh, back against the wall. Mm-hmm. But, like, if I'm being honest, I kind of wish she would have lost so she would have went home instead of Tiffany. I do like <laughs> Evie, but Tiffany's, Tiffany is the woman, baby. 
Um, yeah, I I I want to see more of Evie. I hope she doesn't go home. I I like her her game a lot. Yeah, it was like either of them I like more than like most people on the cast. But uh, yeah, um, let's do the food thing. So they negotiate that if four people sit out, they get extra food. Mm-hmm. I thought it was very interesting that Shan does it, and Liana does not, and they were the main two complaining. Yeah, like Ricard. Ricard does it and he kind of does it without a smile on his face sort of to help Shan out. Right. He's like, okay, I'm being a good alliance member. Okay. That's okay. Not to interrupt you, but like, that's also why I don't think he would ever betray Shan because he pissed her off and he was like, Oh man, like I can't believe she's pissed about that. And then he like kisses her ass by like trying to get this rice. Right. And this is the most annoying thing about, well, it's not even annoying about Shan. This is actually more a thing on Ricard he needs he needs to get rid of her because he just he felt like he had to do that for her liana is the other person who is actively mad about the lack of food and she didn't even do it right. and shan's not mad at her and the fact that he needs to prove himself to her multiple times and liana does not shows me he's never going to be on that level with her that liana mm-hmm. is right now right and it's I think it's time to cut bait and go in a different direction. Um also, so Nasir, this is a very Nasir thing to do to like give it up for the mm-hmm. the tribe. And then afterwards he's like, Yeah, I walk around barefoot my entire life, I would have destroyed you all, but it doesn't matter because right. I have a big heart. Um Xander not doing this. In the moment, I thought this was in fucking sane for him to not play for immunity. Mm-hmm. And then, like, it's kind of smart in hindsight because he doesn't go home and he's integrating himself into the social fabric a little mm-hmm. more. Big risk, though. Yeah, it is a gigantic risk. And it's, I don't know, it, like, it was all time crazy in the moment. Mm-hmm. And, like, since it worked out hindsight, it's like, okay, sure, that's a fine decision. But how do you just have, like it's so obviously the three of you and honestly the worst case scenario for him would be for one of his allies to win because that even narrows it down more like if things if this was uh you know early 20s survivor like right after vote splitting really became popular Mm -hmm. it would so be like you either play your idol tonight or you're going home yeah right the fact that he was able to maneuver out of that is insane to me um in what in what scenario do you you personally step down for for rice for the tribe instead of playing for immunity uh, do you ever i don't i don't know if i would because if you're if i'm in the minority i could never justify not playing even if you're playing the long game like he seems to be Mm -hmm. i would be too scared of having the votes shift to me an hour later when I could have the immunity necklace around my neck. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I agree. It would have to be some weird niche scenario like that. Yeah, I if you're in, in, if you're in the majority, it's, it's almost like one of those things where as soon as you sit out, you're like, you're that guy mm-hmm. that, that thinks he's so safe and people want to, you know, push you in your place. Right. So it's really almost, 
never feels like a good situation, which is funny because when people sit out of challenges for stuff like this, only one person gets voted out afterwards. So in the long run, there's more people that benefit from sitting out than not. But yes, I mean, statistically, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's still, it, it still seems crazy. Yeah, no, I agree. I, agree. I, I mean, as a rule of thumb, you don't give up the chance for immunity for anything, really, in my mind. Like, yeah. Immunity is worth more than anything in the game. It's the point of the game. I'm not, I don't care how hungry I am or how hungry any one of my allies are. Like I am not giving up my chance for immunity for it. Like, sorry. Yeah. And it would never happen this late in the game. But the one time where I could justify it is if you're in the final five and you have an immunity idol. Yeah, I mean, yeah. because then you're you're just playing. You're just playing it because it's about to expire and so you don't even need immunity you could but it like they would never do that that late in the game it's like so close to the end they'd just be like deal with it yeah right although if you could get like four people to sit out of the final five immunity challenge i think <laughs> jeff would do that that'd be pretty interesting the thing i read i read an interesting article when i was uh right but right before this about about the episode and about this sitting out for or this it was like about the uh wagering with jeff for how many people yeah uh, needed was it written by angelina <laughs> she should write like a survivor version of our deal <laughs> she should um and it, it said that like it's framed in during the episode that jeff has all the price and there's like he basically he doesn't have to do the, anything yeah, he doesn't have to do anything. He he sets the he sets the number basically. He could say you all have to sit out or none of you are getting rice. And that's how it's framed, right? But mm-hmm. it's like really <laughs> not like that because the more people who sit out of the challenge, the more drama back at mm-hmm. yes, once, you know. And and you need like if you set the number too high, like at an un- in an unattainable, um, it's not gonna then, happen. Anybody sit out, and basically, you, Jeff in this scenario needs to take what he can get, come to a deal. And no one sits out either. No one's gonna. Yeah, so then you don't get your drama. So you don't get your yeah, drama. That's either. true. So basically, he is just going to say yes to however many they put up anyway because they want the drama of people sitting out. Right. Yeah, you need like you need that sweet spot of there's it's small enough that people feel like they can sit out so it actually happens. Mm-hmm. And like it can't be it can't be too many because there need to still be some people back at camp that are like I can't believe like look at those sitter outers over there. Can't right. believe they think they're safe. Yeah. And the other thing about sitting out is the audience can tell you who can safely sit out. Mm-hmm. But as soon as you're the one saying I am safe, then it's like the dynamic changes. Like I could exactly. have told you, sure, Liana can sit out and Deshaun can sit out and Danny can sit out and Chantel can sit out and Ricard can probably sit out. But like, as soon as one of them actually does it, it's like, mm-hmm. whoa, look at you. It's Sch- Schrodinger's rice. <laughs> yes yes um okay let's get into some segments here let's do some winners and losers mm-hmm. um 
Would you like to go first or second for your winners and losers? Uh, I'll go first because we kind of talked about my my winner already a little. Okay. Uh, my winner of the week is fruit. Uh, mm. Because it gets it gets to it gets to kiss Ricard basically it gets to go down yeah. that sweet that sweet gullet. Uh, <laughs> yes, and it's it was caressed by the gentle touch of Nasir. Oh, what I would what I would give for the gentle touch of Nasir. Uh, <laughs> I would if I could just rub his head for like five minutes, <laughs> five minutes straight. That's what I want. Yeah, but I basically I picked fruit as my winner because I just disagreed with Shan's logic regarding that whole scenario. But we kind of talked about that already. Um, yeah. Having a loser, loser of the week is uh, it's one it's one loser, but it has uh, a little bit of a double entendre. Uh, Okay. My loser of the week is eyes. Your eyeballs. Okay. Uh, one for uh, Xander. <laughs> uh, he was like, that's crazy. He was, I mean, obviously he didn't want to be, he didn't want to be obvious. Yeah. But he looked all over the place and didn't find it. And it was like obviously hidden. Right. It was <laughs> just sitting on top. Shot, at least. Yeah, right. Yeah. Looked under. I don't know how he didn't see it. So, uh loser of the week eyes there and also my eyes are the loser of the week because i have to look at shan for another week on the <laughs> have you ever disliked a player more than you dislike her right now no no i i do not think so <laughs> i love it um okay my winner of the week is losers because ah, a dave take xander so xander yes he gives up a Davism here. Xander gives up his spot in the challenge. He doesn't give up his. It's not like he wins the challenge and then gives up his reward. That mm-hmm. feels like pandering. I feel like this feels more genuine when mm-hmm. you're like, literally, I don't care. You can play. I don't care. I won't. Like, it just feels real for some reason. Yeah. I saw a lot about Deshaun's reaction to him, to him giving this up. And Deshaun looked said, pissed because he was supposed yeah. to be on his team. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, give me fucking Erica right now. <laughs> well, I thought a lot of people were saying uh, he was pissed. Not not pissed, but like, he's like, come on. Is this guy for real? Because like, uh, yeah, every, everybody's like, he's doing it like disingenuously. Yeah. You when know? someone else does it, you can't be the second person to do it. So you're like, oh, that guy's doing that thing, huh? Like, it's, yeah, it just becomes annoying. Um, mm-hmm. I thought the reason why this is my winner, though, is because I really like the philosophy where he says he wants to be with the losers because they're more emotional and he can take advantage of that because he really needs allies right now. Mm-hmm. That was I, very I, cool. I, like he's, he's such a creative player, honestly. Like you can, yeah. people can say like, for some reason I saw on uh, online a little bit, like people think he's like dull or whatever. Like, I don't know. I think he's been pretty likable so far to be completely honest, like no bias. Um, I just, he's such a creative player strategically. Mm-hmm. Um, he's also word choice. He's both of the last two titles of Survivor episodes have been quotes by him um, and they've been puns. So nice brain. Mm-hmm. Um, he just, he has such a good style. Like in poker, there's people who fold pre flop unless they have something awesome. Mm-hmm. He is like the opposite of that. He likes to see the flop, he's not scared of committing to something and having it not pay off because he's hunting that payoff. Like that is his style is 
he's just going to take all these minor risks over and over and over and over again, because at some point it has to pay, like he can't keep getting screwed. It has to pay off at some point. Right. Um, and one of, one of these plans is going to work for him. Like he has to fall into some numbers somewhere. Um, but yeah, I just, he's making the most of bad situations. I think he's, I would have loved to see what he could do if he was in the majority here. Yeah, I, I really like his logic in like why why he did what what he did. Um, mm-hmm. I think it works really well to uh, to take advantage of you know people's emotions, whether they're really high or really low. Like why you want to be on a winner's team because you bond with them, or why you want to be a, like being on a winning team and being on a losing team give the same perks. Obviously, you don't get the reward if you're the, but like as from a bonding perspective, like you get to yeah. ride the highs and lows with people and that, that connects you, you know? Right. So like, ensure... you get alone time with people and your, your common ground has been manufactured for you because you either right. just won or lost. Exactly. And in Xander's case, like being on the losing tribe benefits him more in the scenario. So ensuring that he loses like works. I think, yeah. I think it, I think it just brilliant. Mm, yeah. Um, okay. And my loser is my personal favorites. Because I'm just actively the kiss of death right now. Yeah, they're getting so. <laughs> at, at the beginning of the season, it was not the case. Like things are just unfolding. It was fine. Then, so JD was my preseason number one. Mm-hmm. He gets booted. Uh, then I said all of Jeannie, Heather, and Tiffany would make the merge, and the very next episode, Jeannie went home. <laughs> then my queen Sydney got screwed last week, mm-hmm. and now. I just made Tiffany my number one player last week and she goes home. All oh. I'm going to say, Shannon is my new favorite. That's it. <laughs> we I'll leave it that. that. We should have been on that a long time ago. Your kiss of death. Shan is so awesome. I can't even, she's the best. Um, okay. Take of the week time. Do you want to go first or second? Oh yeah. Okay. I alluded to this with you. Like, I don't know, like four days ago, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, and it it doesn't fit as well now, but I'm still going to do it. Do you buy Xander as a losing finalist? Not necessarily zero vote, but coming mm. in second. I have a specific, let me elaborate here first. Yeah, go ahead. I buy it yet. It stems from... I'm not necessarily saying like I'm. He's definitely going to be the losing finalist, mm-hmm. but so the thing with Evie in the idol last week, I think there's a chance he was never going to play that on her. Like if if you said in my heart of hearts, would Xander play his idol on Evie? I actually think I would say no. I don't think he would have, um, because if she gets voted out, she's gone. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. If she's, if she stays, he could say, yeah, see, I told you, like, everything was all good. Like, it's, yeah, he's losing an ally if she goes home, but it's basically a win-win in terms of playing his idol. Like, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you have, you have to cause so much chaos by playing the idol for someone else. Or, like, it has to be a situation like Davey, where they just, uh, where he plays it on Christian and sort of the whole dynamic of the Goliaths like goes haywire there. It has to be a big time shakeup. It can't just be like, oh, 
this person's my ally. I need to keep them because you're still just two against a sea of other people. Like if you're Xander, you just got to keep buying time, keep buying time until they mess up. And I think the idol is a way to do that. I don't think he was ever going to play on her. And at some point, I think she's going to go home without him playing it on her. And he's already established this idea of him playing it for her. Mm -hmm. And I think it could lead to her resenting him a little bit. And if he does similar things with other players, like the way to win in the end is you have people that you are aligned with the whole time and your opponents do as well. And those people sort of go to bat for you and you're trying to pick up the people in the middle. But if these people like Tiffany and Evie are out on him, Mm -hmm. he has no like foundation for a win in the jury. Like he's fighting for like six votes where, whereas the other person might be fighting for like three to get the win. Right. And like, what you really want to do is have like four banked and you're fighting for like two or three. And so I think, like like it, it's a great play but when you are like you're sort of becoming the person who deals the fatal blow to the person by not saving them it's no longer the person who votes them out that deals the fatal blow it's you because you didn't save them and you acted like you could mm-hmm. and so i think in a really backwards way by pulling this great playoff with Evie, he might be screwing himself with her. Like, I don't think she necessarily would like definitely be against him if that happened. But I think there's certain people that if you get into similar situations of promising them things like this and then not delivering because you're like, Oh shit. Yeah. I probably should just keep myself safe here. Um, It's, it could be a bad thing for him. I think. Yeah, I'm buying that uh, he may not have ever played his idol for Evie. I will buy that to start mm-hmm. off. Uh, I think that he he made it a, like, if you're actually going to play it for her, I don't think the play is to make it as abundantly clear as what he did. Right, and that's know? what I'm saying. I think it was a ruse all along. Yeah, no, I, 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 I agree with you on that. Like, there's no reason f- if he's going to play it for her, you want people to vote for her. So, like, there's no, exactly right. There's no reason for everyone, you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, I, it worked out masterfully, and but I do, I do agree with you there. Mm-hmm. I think that, well, <laughs> like judging, I'm, I may, I may end up agreeing with you fully here as I talk more into my sentence. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> this cast talked about this on on this episode or if it was this right was before, before we started okay we originally thought this cast was good strategically in a strategic sense we're beginning to believe that this is not the case anymore <laughs> anymore <laughs> as more chaos yeah. ensues and the chaos seems to stem from no one making good moves <laughs> in my opinion so what i was going to say was that there's no way that xander in the position that he has been in the entire game can make it to the end and have be convinced that he is not deserving to win but yeah but 
I think everyone sucks. <laughs> so they're not going to be able to recognize that or they're not going to vote based on merit or it's going to be one of those juries. And I think you may end up being right. If he gets there, he may come in second. <laughs> I Well, one person I could definitely see him losing to is Deshaun. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Based on everyone's relationships. I mean, we yeah, we said this. I think Xander's good. Evie's good. Deshaun is good. And Ricard is good. And mm-hmm. everyone else, I think Danny is okay. Yeah. Liana is, is good in spots. But, yeah. like, Heather's not good. Erica is not good. Nasir is clearly not good. And, or sorry, I said that in the wrong order. Nasir is not good. Erica is not good. Heather is clearly not good. That's what I meant yeah. to say. Um, and Shan, like, she's either the best player in the game or the worst, depending on the moment. Yeah, I think I think you're right in that those four, there's, like, clear four at the top. And then Danny's kind of in a category of his own in, like, <laughs> average I guess yeah but like but like a good social game I would say and then Mm -hmm. Liana like heads up like there's Liana's in in the next category down with the rest of them but there's a little bit of a gap between her and and the bad yeah her and Shan are pretty similar where they yeah yeah like their minds for the game are pretty good but just the way that everything is unfolding is not sitting well with me in terms of how good of a player they are yeah liana i feel like you could stick her in a hundred or a hundred seasons of survivor and she plays a different game every single time see here's the thing with her i think she plays a very different game every time and i think she finishes in around the same place almost every time yeah i I think she would come somewhere between sixth and ninth every single time she's like she's just with the occasional win if you get a hundred tries yeah, she is just, like, a product of, like, what's going on around her. Yeah, I agree fully. She's trying She's trying so hard to be uh, a proactive player, and I think she's been sort of reactive, basically, this mm-hmm. entire time. Yeah. Um, okay, so, yeah, there's my take. What's your take of the week, sir? My, my take is that uh, there's going to be – this is completely um I can't think of a word. Um like what happens when you're you're guessing at what's gonna happen. I have no basis for this take, basically. Okay. You're grasping uh, at straws. Grasping at straws. There's a word. It's like is it perspective? Is that the word? I, like it's a conjecture, maybe. Yeah, yeah. This is a complete conjecture. There's going to be a stupid advantage twist at the final five that we haven't seen before and we're gonna hate it and it's gonna cause there to be there's it's gonna cause there to be a different winner a la chris underwood (laughs) yeah okay so here's the thing about that this season is like becoming the season of advantages Mm -hmm. and so i mean this is a given but just in case anyone didn't know so i'm a member of the edgic subreddit um, that they just talk about edit basically or edgic basically all the time, try to find the winner. Um, If you listen to this podcast at all, you know, that's right up my alley. So (laughs) there's a lot of people on there talking about like, they're comparing it to that season where Mm -hmm. Shan, Shan is the Rick where Mm -hmm. it's like, if this person 
doesn't win, then who the fuck wins? Right. And yeah, like the winner has to come out of, out of nowhere, which I think that's why people are justifying Shan mm-hmm. because there's no edge of extinction to justify completely under editing a winner. Exactly. You know and, why I think, you know why I think uh, they're framing Shan as the winner. I think it's because she gets fucked in a final five. She, she's the person. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah. I could definitely see that. She is getting the, I go back and forth. I called it like the player of the season. A lot of people call it like the fallen angel, like the final four person. Mm-hmm. I think it's, she's kind of getting like a more villainous version of like, like there's, as with anything, there is a spectrum, right? But the spectrum she's on is like the Christian Hubicki edit, like the, no matter who wins, this is the person you should root for because they're awesome at the game. Right. And I feel like she's getting a more villainous version of that. Um, and it's sort of like the complete opposite end of the spectrum from Christian is like Russell, where you're like bulldozing the game and you're obviously the best player, but like people mm-hmm. don't like you enough to vote for you. Yeah. So there's, she's somewhere on that spectrum where it is like Rick, where it's like, he got fire making out. Like it's stupid. Like, this person not winning doesn't make any sense. I could definitely see a stupid twist taking her out, especially in this season because we've had so much stupid shit, basically. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be something like, oh, uh, everyone has to play for fire, or everyone has to everyone has to make fire, and the person who wins uh, is the only person who gets to vote this tribal, or something. Yeah, stupid. And it's gonna be like Xander. Oh, I'd love for it to be Ricard and for him to fucking take her out. I know. I know. That would be awesome. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah, it's I, I buy that 100%. Yeah, I, I just feel it coming because it's been a few seasons since they've done something stupid like that. And I can yeah. feel it coming. Yeah, like Edge of Extinction is like its own like dumb kind of twist. But like it's it's a game mechanic. It's not really like a spring it on you kind of twist. Yeah. You know, right. Whereas, yeah, this you're talking about something akin to like the final four fire making. Yes. Yeah. yeah which yeah, is yeah. really the last like game breaking mechanic that we've gotten. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're right. Yep. I like agree that. with that wholeheartedly. Yeah. I think that's coming. And I'm ready to be um, upset about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty mad about it as well. <laughs> um, okay. So rankings. This is crazy because. I made a note. Usually I don't make notes on this. I made a note of remember to say these were crazy because things are so up in the air right now. And you and I were virtually the same, like just about as close as you could get to the same on the 10 person. Yeah. Like I don't we know had, how... we had the same number one, same number two, our number three and four were the same, but they were flipped. We had the same five and then our six and eight were flipped with each other. And our seven and nine were flipped with each other, and then we had the same ten. That's basically the same thing. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how often we talk about like our own individual rankings in these episodes, but like we're usually like fairly different on some people. Like it's not like we have the same opinions on everyone all the time. Right. Yeah. This was this was a crazy one, and so I know we're running a bit long. I was wondering though what your thoughts were on if we do everybody this week, but like go super quick. Just because, uh, 
like we it hasn't been the two of us since basically like the whole game shifted. Yeah, let's let's do everyone and give one sentence on each person. I like that. Yeah. Okay. All right. At number 10, we had and I obviously if things break down, we really have to have a discussion. Fine. But some of these people that don't matter as much, we'll definitely keep it to that. Um, all right. Number 10, our unanimous number 10 was Heather. My thing on Heather is kind of like I said earlier, we've seen her twice. Once she's crying because she thinks it's a challenge. And the other time she's just not being like, it's, this was the most ridiculous, like forced live tribal of all time. Like she's not good. Straight yeah. I, I was going to say what she, she is so bad that she can't even get herself voted out. <laughs> right. She was trying hard. Um, yeah. She's, I feel like I'm being so mean to her, but at the same time, like if you're on survivor and we're talking about survivor and you're bad on survivor, what am I going to say? Right. I mean, like she's, I'm sure she's a great person. She seems very nice. I don't know. Yeah. She seems fine. Um, all right. At number nine. So we had a tie for eight and nine. Whenever there's a tie, I just make a judgment call. Yeah. Um, and sometimes I put your person ahead of mine because I'm like retroactively thinking. Yeah. Um, so our, our eight and nine tie is Erica and Nasir. I put Erica at nine. Um, for Erica, I basically, it's sort of like the Heather thing where, but she has more data points. Mm-hmm. But it's basically, if she was, if she was good, they'd show her more, I think. Yeah. There's some think, people on Edgic Reddit that think she's the like out of nowhere winner, which freaks me out because I already done Chainer. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I don't think she she can win. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I just think she she is similar to Heather in that just no one cares about her opinion, and that it seems like no one wants her vote either. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. It's like. You're all in the game. Every vote matters. Why does no one care about aligning with Erica? It just doesn't make sense that like there has to be something wrong with what she's doing. Yeah, she literally just sat in the middle last tribal and like answered questions from Jeff while everyone was yeah. going out. <laughs> right. And like her and Heather, they both did that. It's like that's the weird thing about Erica is I feel like you could plug her in to any season as like she's like the fourth fourth best female in terms of like boot order Mm -hmm. she'll come in like sixth like sixth or eighth or tenth and just be like just randomly sniped for no reason and you're like huh i wonder why they got rid of her there's other big and you'll just never know yeah exactly um god we already talked about her more than i was planning all right eight is nasir the my problem with nasir is he seems like and it's funny because (laughs) There was an opportunity to get him out, and they voted out Sydney instead. But if he didn't have the idol, this would be super apparent. He'd probably be gone already. But he is like the oh shit, we're in a bind. We gotta get rid of our one of our own people. Let's get rid of Nasir. He's like the fall guy. I think. I think there's no chance. I think or there's. Let me phrase it this way: There's a hundred percent chance Nasir goes home with the idol in his pocket. <laughs> you think? See. I think there's a 0% chance he saves himself with it. I could see him misplaying it as well. Oh, like Although he's a, he's a little too he's a little too trusting. 
That's what I mean. He's too comfortable with his alliance. Yeah. He's just gonna be like, Let's get rid of Nasir, and he's never going to see it, and he just goes home with it in his pocket. Right. Like, right now, he's so loyal to Danny and Deshaun, mm-hmm. and they were actively, like, trying to get Shan to get rid of him. Exactly. Yeah. But they, um, did, they did end up keeping him, so. That's true. Okay. Um, our six and seven was another tie. It was between Shan and Evie. Now, I think Evie's better, but in terms of, like, capital in the game i think shan's better so i put evie at seven mm-hmm. um evie i think would be a legitimate contender to win her and xander both are in this position be a legitimate contender to win if they if it wasn't so terribly against them like if it was a six four minority right now and there's mm-hmm. a couple of people who are thinking about flipping sure they could command enough respect by the end to win but they've spent so much time xander especially doing like he had no agency on yasa at least she had some agency on yasa but there's just nothing like they aren't commanding really much of the action at all they're just trying to survive and i think you know it's good to survive obviously but um if you're not the one making moves it's gonna it's gonna get tough i think the good the good thing is it looks like the majority is imploding for them next week Mm-hmm. And they might be able to grab a foothold and then start making some moves for themselves. Yeah, she's getting dangerously close to like a home run or done chain for me. Like mm-hmm. I, w- I want a done chainer because I don't think there's any chance. I mean, I don't really see a path for her to win. Right. Um, but then as soon as I do that, the majority explodes and she's like back in the power seat and then right. stuck with a done chain on her, you know. Yeah, it's like if you give her a fresh start, she's one of the best players in the game. Yeah, but it's just absolutely. Her her current hand is bad. But yeah, if um, I'm chain her, then she goes home next week. Like you, it's one of those person people you never win with. Yeah. All right. Um, and it's it's hard to have people like that because typically they go home without you done chaining them. Yeah. And then, even though it's like I probably saw her not winning. Right. So. We've been doing this for years now. We know how it goes. <laughs> yes. Um, at number six is Shan. We kind of talked Shan to death already. Like every week, we talk about her so fucking much. But she's like half the episode, right? Like the I episode. I think at at this point, anything short of her winning is like it'll be super surprising and not because she's just she is Survivor Forty One at this point. Like right. she's getting so much of the airtime that if she doesn't win, it's not going to make any fucking sense. But I just I can't justify some of her actions, and so I have a hard time putting her much higher than like the top of the lower tier at this mm-hmm. point. Yeah, no, I, it's like not to not a football podcast, but she's like the Chiefs this year. Like mm-hmm. you can't bet on them, and you can't bet against them, and they're just going to be in the lower tier of good teams the entire year, and you never know what to do with them. Yeah, where it's like, this has to work at some point, right? Yeah. And it just hasn't, and it hasn't, and it hasn't. And it's like, when is this going to work? I know it should work. Yeah. Why isn't it working? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's a great comparison for all the footballers out there. Okay, at number five, unanimous number five, Deshaun. Uh, I dropped him a little bit last week, talking to you before the episode. It sounds like we're kind of on the same wavelength where we're both kind of surprised to see him get votes this early. And... um He's getting more screen time, but not in a great way. Like like I said, I think he's justified in what he's talking about with Shan. 
Yeah. But uh, still not a great thing to be getting screen time for is like arguing with one of your Alliance members or not arguing, but not seeing eye to eye on, you know, what yeah, you should exactly. be doing. It really surprised me that uh, post-merge, everyone targeted him right away. It was I literally think... just Evie fucking picked them out. Yeah. And now he's like, I, I always say, you can't get the stink off you. Mm-hmm. Once the stink is on, it's on. Yeah. It's just that I think he he was like connected to so many people that everyone was like kind of collectively at one time was like, oh yeah, we all know Deshaun. Oh wait, that's not a good thing. Yeah. It's like, oh shit. Yeah, he is good, isn't he? Yeah. You like him and I like him. Fuck. That's not good for us. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, all right. At number four, we got Liana. Or there's another tie between Xander and Liana. I think Xander's better at this point, although Liana's position's better, but it looks like her position could get totally fucked. Um, Liana, she did bounce back kind of nice, but it's like not her doing. Where originally I said of those four, she's probably the last to go home if they got targeted. Mm-hmm. Then I switched and I said after last week, she's probably the first. Now I think she's back to probably second to last to go because Deshaun and Shan are kind of beefing. Um, but that's also not great for her because it's two of her closest allies and probably best for her if they get along. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I the thing about Liana is I think she got framed pretty poorly when she misplayed her advantage, and I don't think that's who she is really as a player. I just Yeah, it's her... hard to not make her look like an idiot there. That's what I was going to say. I think the edit made her look dumber than she was because we all knew that he was faking it, but like they had no idea. Right. It, like I said before, it's so hard to read. I don't I don't fault her at all for fucking that up. Yeah. Um, okay, like I said, our number three is Xander. He is slowly inching along, proving... He's been all like, over the place in the rank. Yeah, he doesn't have to be... He doesn't have to win for me to feel justified <laughs> in what I said before the season. But my point was, like, if you if you take the cast of like all the seasons that we've covered together, I think he's top five in terms of just combination of social strategy and even like athleticism. Like he is a true triple threat of the game and like that advantage before where he can't vote and he's kind of like in a position where he has to give people information, like all Mm -hmm. his information. Yeah. And it's like, Oh shit, this guy has advantages, but like he has to tell him about it. Yeah. Um, but then it raises threat level. He's just, there's been no good way for him to navigate. And now that the pressure's off him, it's a bigger group. Like he's finding his way. And I think, I think we're right to believe in him. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't know if he's going to be able to fully reach the heights of like, this guy can win the game. Yeah. This is, uh, this may be a preview into uh, when we give out our awards after the season, but he is an all-time bad luck guy. Yeah, yeah. Big, like, I think I would. I want to see his like. I want to see him from a a good position in the game so bad, but like I don't think we're gonna get it. And we have like one of these guys every year where like they're just all over the rankings every week up and down up and down because like their positions constantly fluctuating because they're good and then they just get screwed again and then they get put in a bad spot mm-hmm. you know who he is basically no he's he's michael yerger <laughs> yeah isn't he yeah oh big time big time just like always always lumped in with the losers even though he definitely is not and it's like 
he's like basically the same level as the best players of this season. Mm-hmm. But like, what are you going to do? And I think he's more of a fan than Michael is. Yeah. So, um, okay. And number two, we have Danny. I'm eating my words here because I said I wasn't going to put him much higher than like third was mm-hmm. like pretty much my max, but he's just so safe right now. Yeah. Like he's, and it's funny because he does complain about shit, but he just complains about like Jeff and the game. And it's like, everyone agrees. Yeah. Cause he's like, he's pissed that they win the challenge and then it gets pulled like the rug pulled out. And then he's like, like he's not actively against anyone. He's just like, he's like anti-establishment almost at this point. <laughs> um, I just, I really, yeah, I really like, I really like Danny. I, like I've said, I'm not super confident in his strategy, but he's – I think he's awesome. I like Danny. He's cool. Yeah. Um, he's a good cast for sure. I think he brings a lot to the season that uh, no one else brings. And you're right. Like, he he is playing exactly, like, how, like – not how I would play, but, like, how my mind is working watching. The, it's like he's just, like, watching it on TV, but he's also there, you know? Right. <laughs> Like yeah, exactly. He, he has the same reactions that I do watching the show, like, but not as a player. Like, mm-hmm. I think the the one funny. thing the one thing about him, I think I finally put my finger on, uh, what I think about his strategy is we he's the opposite of Xander. We haven't seen him struggle for a single day. Yeah, and I just don't know how he reacts to the adversity. Like everyone faces it in Survivor, and like half the people go home the first time that like shit starts to hit the fan for them. Right. And I'm just not sure. Like, I think he might get lulled into a false sense of security where he's just balling out the entire game. And at some point he gets targeted and he's like, well, this has not been an issue the rest of the game. So this isn't going to matter. And then it's like, Oh shit, it does matter. You're gone. Right. Yeah. Um, coming in at number one, our unanimous number one, uh, I would say over the course of the season, like now that Deshaun has kind of been struggling and this guy has been one or two basically the whole season, I think Ricard is probably the player of the season at this point, and he's our number one. Yeah. Um, the thing with Ricard that I, I keep saying is like he's so safe despite the fact that – like, yeah, he's still, I guess, technically in with Shan. I think she did call him her number one again this episode, which I thought they were past it. I thought it was Liana now. But regardless of that, he is like he's one of those great players where when like he doesn't need to actively be doing anything to be really good. He's mm-hmm. just like he makes he does the little things right. That's I guess the the best way to say it is no matter no matter what's going on, he's never outmaneuvered because he's always like one super subtle step ahead of everybody it seems like mm-hmm. and yeah at this point the the edgic on him is that he doesn't really get enough personal backstory to warrant like a winner because they want you to feel like connected to the winner personally right and we haven't gotten a ton of that but at the same time i feel like he's been playing the most consistently good game of anyone yeah he you're right he like he likes just <laughs> it's like in the it's like in uh the looney, looney tunes cartoons he's like bugs bunny 
when anything is coming at him and he just like very subtly like and casually yeah. steps to the side and everything goes crashing by him and like but the thing is like no one's even targeting him like he's just doing that preemptively and then like the train wreck goes by him like the next week you know like you yeah. just saw it coming yeah and i think that that's even more of the thing maybe that is he's not even like he's not targeted so he, and he's not even playing like per that's like the great thing about him is he's not playing like amazing and he's still good right if that yeah, makes I think sense he just, i think he's just really good at reading the room you know and yeah like understanding where people are coming from and why the people in the game are voting out who they're voting out and then he just makes sure to not do that thing for the next couple days and is free yeah i think he he's such a great like uh new school player where he's not actively like plotting super hard Mm -hmm. but he's just he's just never in a bad spot yeah okay um i did fantasy survivor this week You've officially taken the lead over me. Let's go. Uh, I, I thought three, I would. 342 to 327. And there's 10 people left, and I have four. And I feel like you could kind of survive if you're down, like, one person. Mm-hmm. If you're down two, you're in trouble because they're going to have two weeks of getting more points than you before it even gets back to even. Mm-hmm. So, and also considering who's on the teams. I have Liana, Xander, Erica, and Heather. Mm-hmm. So I have two people that I basically think have no shot, and you have Deshaun, Shan, Danny, Evie, Ricard, and Asir. You have ba- besides Xander, you have like all the winner equity. So yeah, yeah, things are gonna go south for me pretty quickly. I think. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to chalk it up as a dub yet, but it's looking that way. <laughs> that way. Yeah. Um. Basically, my only chance is. Liana doesn't go for a while, and if Erica doesn't go for a while, and if Heather truly is the zero vote finalist and Xander wins, that's just about my only shot. Yeah, yeah. You would need, like, Shan to go next week, and then, like, Evie, you know, like, the big players to go soon. Right, yeah. Um, Okay, so one of mine went home this week. It was Tiffany, um, the MILF of Team Lewis's crush. Um (laughs) So I have to make another done chain. So I picked Erica last week partially because I know we both have Nasir. Mm-hmm. And I knew one of us had Heather. It's you, right? Um, I don't know about that. Oh, yes, I do. You're correct. Okay, because I thought I might have her done chain. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't sure if I did or not. I want to short change it, so I just said I'd pick somebody else. Yes, I have Nasir um, and Heather, and that's it. Okay, yeah, so I have Nasir and Erica. At this point, things are so up in the air that I just... Like, there's people that I've planted my flag as they're not going to win, mm-hmm. and I still don't feel great about dunching them. I'm just going to go for Heather. I think she's the safe bet. She's so under-edited that it would be a seriously unprecedented win if she actually did end up um, winning. And especially at this point, like, at least... When someone who's underedited, like Chris, like there's a reason, right? Edge of Extinction. Mm-hmm. Or Sarah, when she won, it's because she really turned it on in the end game. Um, and they didn't show her being actively bad. Right. Heather, all that we've seen of her has been actively not great. 
So I'm a done chain Heather. Fair. Absolutely fair. <laughs> okay. <laughs> nice. I approve. Okay. Um, so like we said, uh, ran a little bit long, but, uh, you know, it was, uh, a rejoining, a reconjoining of the twins, basically. That's what, <laughs> oh, that's what this was. That's what they do. That's a medical procedure. <laughs> yes. Um, so at this point, um, we're gonna, we're gonna end up leaving you guys. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at the reality gurus. Um, posted a heater of an emergency press conference this week. I went in on Shan. Uh-huh. Um, and yeah, so you could catch those there. Also, we'll drop when the episode airs, which if you're listening to it now, congratulations on making it here. But you could you could follow us if you just want to know the minute that it's out because uh, that's what I do. I, uh, I compose a little draft and then I press send and then I'm like, check. Is it up? Is it up? Is it up? Okay, it's up. Let's send that tweet and uh those those posts so you will be notified uh as soon as the episode goes up um and yeah dave you got anything else i do not i guess we're we're officially in the second half i think we have been because it's the merge Mm -hmm. um and there's you know we have a final three so there's only like seven more eliminations but officially half the cast has been eliminated we're coming down the home stretch actually wait there's only 18 people to start so no we haven't scratch that oh, yeah i guess so still still this is the beginning of the home stretch we can uh-huh. see the home stretch yep but we're not on it yet okay um all right uh that will do it for this episode of the podcast thank you guys so much for listening and we'll see you all next time